0: This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now here's Roger.
1: Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and Defending America's Founding Traditions of God, Family, Country. Friends, it's great to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you on a wonderful weekend throughout Central Florida. We have a great show for you today. We've got great guests, and I look forward to introducing them to you right now. And just uh, later in our program, we'll hear from Vito Ferra, regular contributor from Network Sound and Video, and he's got some great ideas for you, for us, as we head into spring and then the summer months, and with great gift-buying opportunities coming up for Mother's Day and Father's Day and, and other events as well. Also, we look forward to speaking with Grant Malloy, another regular contributor to our program, Clerk of Court at Sem- for Seminole County, of course, also former Seminole County Commissioner, but right now, we're pleased to be joined in the studio by another regular contributor to our show and supporter of our program, Nikki Cook of Florida Door Solutions. Nikki, great to see you.
2: Hi, Roger. Great to
1: see you. You know, I've been wanting to have you come and join us for quite a while now, but you've been so busy over at Florida Door Solutions, yeah. um, you know, it's been hard to do.
2: Yeah, we are really busy right now. It is uh, it's a good problem to have, but it's definitely a problem. <laughs> and you know, I'd
1: like to have you share some of the you know, challenges that you're dealing with in your business later in our show, because I know a lot of our listeners uh, either are small business people or they uh, work for small businesses, and they are dealing with a lot of the same challenges as well. From you know a lot of different fronts, everything back from the the COVID-related um, byproduct issues, and now we've got the runaway inflation. We I mean, now we've got a war in uh, Russia and Ukraine. So there, there's all kinds of things that are happening that, that are influencing our daily lives, uh, especially if, in the lives daily lives of small business people and customers of small businesses.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We are all dealing with a tough economy right now.
1: <laughs> but first of all, I'd love to have you, you know, start again and share a little bit about to Door Solutions because, you know, you've got a, a unique story and you're, a, you're the epitome of, of a family business. And your father, Bill Cook, and, and your family are, I think, the epitome of, of, of an American success story.
2: I, I I'd have to agree with that. Um, we're definitely family owned and operated. We started um, in 2001, actually opened the doors January of 2002, um, out of the house. It was me, my mom, my dad and my brother, the four of us, right in a Apopka, right in the city of and Sheila Oaks, believe it or not. Um, and we uh, eventually grew after a couple years and, you know, rented, we uh, were able to rent a warehouse. We always had a warehouse, but we were able to run a bigger warehouse and kind of move in there. And then we rented an office space um, about five years down the road. And then we moved into um, where we're at now, the 777 South Park Avenue in Apopka. It's where the um, old Imperial Building Supply was since the 70s. We moved in there in um, October of 08. So we, we've we been growing with Apopka the last 20 years or 21 years now, I guess.
1: You know, and speaking of challenging business uh, climates, the 2002 when you started, was a challenging business climate you know on, on the heels of 9/11 and a lot of uncertainty there and of course the tourism industry here in, in Central Florida imploded because of that so that was certainly no no great time to start a business
2: Yeah it definitely was not. Um, it was um, it wasn't planned around the economy that's for sure uh, but it was it was time for my dad to go out and start his own. Um, and of course, me and my mom and my brother were on board so we we did it we uh, we formed a business plan and designed a logo and my brother is the tech savvy um, one so he got us a website going and things like that long before I even knew how to to develop a website or that you could actually do that on your own <laughs> it's been was it was pretty it was interesting to say the least we learned a lot that year
1: and you've told us some pretty colorful stories about the nuts and bolts of uh, having your family business, especially when it's a garage door business, um, and have your offices be your home. Can you share a little bit more about that?
2: Yeah, so we did start um, out of the house in Sheila Oaks. Um, it was, a, you know, the normal size home. It was not by no means a mansion. Um, so my bedroom also dueled as my um, office. So I just, <laughs> I put up a little makeshift curtain so I could kind of it off and have a bedroom when I wasn't working, and then close that area off when I was working to make sure I wasn't staring at my bed and my TV, you know, where I really wanted to be. <laughs> um, but we did; we the, we had desks set up everywhere in the house. Downstairs, the living room, um, actually, the the dining room was a hundred percent an office. And um, then upstairs, the guest room, uh, we made that another um, office. It had multiple desks in it, and then I had my desk in my room. Um, and we were in out of the we it out of the house for a good three. Well, actually, five years, five years. The first five years, we ran out of the house till the code enforcement chased us out. We were a little too big. (laughs) (laughs) We we never want to upset the city, but we upset the city for sure. We had, you know, big rigs that bring in roll-up doors right into our neighborhood. You know, the the ship to address would get switched up with the billing address because, of course, the billing address was our house, but the ship to address would have been the warehouse down the road. And if that gets switched, then all of a sudden you have, you know, these big rigs truckers in the middle of sheila Oaks trying to back out and deliver a big huge rolling steel door right in our front yard <laughs> they didn't like that too much <laughs> yeah you,
1: you got so successful uh so early that uh you couldn't hide it from the neighbors anymore right yeah no
2: they, just, they <laughs> <be> like, <You laughs> let the, keep the neighbors
1: we got a business going over here uh,
2: yeah they, the neighbors will come by and like um there's a big truck in the way <laughs> like oops i'm sorry and the, really the worst of it was you know especially like ups fedex if parts and pieces were being delivered. Some of them are large and heavy and we had a really steep driveway. They, they didn't always love that. <laughs> they, they picked up on a residential route and then ended up with our commercial account and they were not sure about that. So I don't think we really made that many friends in the first, you know, three to four, the, the third, to fifth year. But when we finally moved out of the house and got got an office and a proper warehouse, everyone was happy.
1: <laughs> but that's, that's a great story. That's a great real world yeah. American success story.
2: Yeah, it was it was it was challenging. I mean, I was I was twenty, um, twenty one, my brother was eighteen. Um so we learned a lot of valuable real life lessons. Um I don't you know, obviously neither one of us had ever started a business at that point. Um so we did, we learned it from the ground up. So it was pretty awesome.
1: And of course now Florida Door Solutions is literally one of the top garage door companies in the state of Florida, in the country, really.
2: I don't know about the country i can I only know about in our area um but we we just have a different business model than most of our what you would call competitors. We have a competitor in our residential sector and we have competitors in our commercial sector and then we have competitors in our gate operator sector. but there's not another business that actually has all the components that we have, so I will say that we do kind of have a niche when it comes um to our business model, uh, we do try to be the the solution for all of your overhead door needs. I know it's deceiving when it says Florida Door Solutions. We do not do entry doors. I cannot help you with your front door, unfortunately. Um, we haven't moved into that sector yet, so we do only do overhead doors still.
1: And of course, you've got some uh, some of your clients, some of your customers on the commercial side, are some of the the most successful and and well known. Companies in, in, in Florida, in Central Florida.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We were lucky enough um, this this past, actually last month, um, to team up with a couple of them. They did a Habitat for Humanity of Orlando, um, did a Builder Blitz, what they called a Builder Blitz, where they had a lot of the bigger GCs come in and build um, these Habitat homes in one community. And I believe there were seven of them in the same community, side by side. They had a week to build the homes. Um, so we were out and installing the doors as they finished. But we got to work with some of the bigger, you know, um, and on our commercial commercial side, we already have relationships with them, but now we get to work with them on the residential side, installing residential products since they're building homes. So it was, it was quite interesting, and it was nice to have that partnership on the commercial side, and then we got to bring it over to the residential side. It doesn't always work hand-in-hand hand that way. Um, so this this was nice. It was a nice partnership that we got to build. And then, of course, we're building affordable housing for people in need. So it, it makes us feel good as well. Our guys were immediately raising their hands. Who's going to donate their time and labor to go out and install these doors? And you would you would be impressed with especially what's going on right now. We're all overworked. We're all extremely tired. Everyone's working overtime. Um, but they had no problem stepping up when it came to those less fortunate. And it, that that just warms your heart when you get to see that. And I, yeah, that that's one thing we benefit from is being a family-owned and operated company because we're all family now. So instead of it just being me, my mom, and my dad, my brother has since retired. Um, it, everyone now is family. They might not have been a family before they started, but they are family now.
1: <laughs> well, and if I you know and point out some of them, you know, your dad is in your family and. Mm-hmm. Especially your dad, Bill, has always been incredibly generous with giving back and helping wherever he can. He also has a passion for baseball. And, you know, back in the day, he was a little league coach. And what some of your employees today were his players back in the day, right?
2: Yep. They still call him coach. Every now and then, he'll slip up. (laughs) Oops. I mean, boss. You're boss now. You're not coach anymore. (laughs) But yeah, it's, and he loves it. He still, like, still gets out there and watches a couple games when he can. Um, And of course, you know, any, we sponsor, I can't tell you how many little league teams, sports teams any kind of, anything that has to do with children we definitely my dad my dad can't say no um, and he instilled that in me and us as well so we um, we do all we try to support the community the best way we can and there's kind of no other there's no better way than to to, to support the children
1: friend you're listening to the Roger Franklin Williams show it's great to have you joining us today right now we're speaking with Nikki Cook of Florida Door Solutions and Nikki, we'll go to break in just a moment, and I I do want to um you know, we'll talk a little bit more about this when we come back. You know, as you as you put it, as you shared with us, Florida Door Solutions really has a tremendous legacy of of giving back and supporting the community. Both your family, you know, as, as individuals, and also utilizing the resources of Florida Door Solutions as well. And, of course, right now you're dealing with, you're on the front lines at forward door Solutions are dealing with some of the toughest problems that we have in our economy right now. Uh, long wait times for your customers, obviously dealing with the inflation. Now I'm sure gas prices is going to hit you hard because you've got trucks on the road. Um, so I'd like to have you share your insights as from a real-world perspective on those issues when we, when we come back from, from our, our next break, Absolutely. our first break. And before we do that... Um, Friends, I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Thompson Jewelers. And, of course, they're another frontline small business here in Central Florida. And, in fact, Thompson Jewelers was the original, the oldest, if you will, serving jewelry store in Orlando. Thompson Jewelers was founded in 1948. And since that time, they have served our community and Central Florida with quality jewelry at affordable prices and in a family atmosphere. So I encourage you if you have any time any time that you're looking for a gift, in fact a unique gift for someone who's very special in your life, I encourage you to get over to see Derek, Mr. Thompson, Luann, all the great people, Vicky, Bob, all the great people at Thompson Jewelers, and of course they're located in Orlando's original shopping mall Colonial Plaza on Colonial and Bumby And Kissimmee St. Cloud on High Room 192 Next to in the Hobby Lobby Shopping Center Friends, we'll be right back On the Roger Franklin Williams Show
0: Welcome back Good to have you here For the Roger Franklin Williams Show
1: Friends, welcome back To the Roger Franklin Williams Show Great to be with you today. Thank you for the opportunity to join you. So we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation, and of course on our program, The Roger Franklin Williams Show, we talk about those issues from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, country. It's a place where we respect our American flag and we respect the values upon which it was founded. We're speak- pleased to be speaking with Nikki Cook of Florida Door Solutions, of course, as you know, Florida Door Solutions supports all the programs you hear right here on the new AM nine fifty FM ninety four point nine, The Answer, and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. And you, we're talking about the just a first of all the a true American business success story that Florida Door Solutions is the founding of Florida Door Solutions with Nikki Cook, but also. Um, now we want to talk about, I'd like to ask Nikki and get your perspective from what is the business climate out there? I know it's difficult and I know there are a lot of obstacles. What is it like at Florida Door Solutions?
2: Ooh, that's a tough one. So, um, two years ago, let's say in 2020, had you called me, even when lockdown happened and you were stuck at home, we were still working. If you had called me and you needed a garage door, It'd have been, it would have been about 88% less cost than it is today, and it would come in about two weeks. Right now, it'll cost about 88% more, <laughs> approximately, depending on the model and the manufacturer. And depending on the model and manufacturer, it'll come anywhere between 12 and 30 weeks. Um, so this makes it very tough for homeowners Um, you, you go to open your car door one morning and your spring's broke and You can't get out to get to work because now we're all going back to work. Right. And now you're stuck in your house and you call us and we're everything that was pushed back from last year, everyone, you know, they're finally getting their orders in. So we're extremely busy trying to keep up on that. But let's say we don't have that spring that you need. For whatever reason, we try to stock them. Everyone does, but everything is discontinued and on back order right now. So there's some people that are out there that we, you know, we have to do a temporary fix, get your car out of the garage, and then hopefully get, be able to use a, you know, a temporary fix on the door so you can use it while we order the spring. But sometimes the lead times are just so long that you, you can't even do a temporary fix and you're just living without your garage for a little while. Um, it doesn't sound, I mean, it's, you know, what, <laughs> It doesn't sound like an emergency on, to some, but to others, that's, that's huge. I mean, that's how you get in and out of your house every day. I don't know about you, but most people hit that garage door button and they walk inside their entry door and then they're inside their home. They don't even use a key on the front door anymore. Um, so things like that, you, where do you keep your garbage can? And then all of a sudden it's garbage day and your garage door won't open. So how are you going to get it out? Are you going to wheel it through your house? You know, hopefully you have a service store or you're keeping it outside, but with the bears these days, you can't really do that. So just things like that you don't think about, even new construction. um, You know, we have, they're building homes and buildings and, I mean, out in Universal and the theme parks and all the big fire stations and everything else, the A construction worker or a project manager has a construction schedule that they learn you you have to install the drywall before um, or you have to install the windows before you can install the drywall because the drywall can't be in the weather. Well, if you don't get your windows for 35 weeks, you can't install the drywall and let it sit there for 35 weeks. So things like that. It's just it's a balancing act right now. And um, we're 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 all in this together but sometimes everyone forgets that so when they call us and we can't respond immediately and we can't fix your door in 24 hours like we used to be able to you know you they the consumers are getting upset and of course that upsets us in the long run so it's 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 getting disheartening for some of us and extremely challenging um, and there's really kind of nothing we can do, <laughs> literally nothing I've, I've, I've overordered and, and, um, you know, everything's on back order. So when they finally come in, all of a sudden, we're, you know, we're, we're out of stock again because we have all these orders that we're waiting to fulfill. And then we finally got this order in and now they're all gone. So then everyone else that calls has to be back on a waiting list. It's, it's really, it's really sad right now. I mean, you go to Publix and you're looking for Charmin. I'm sorry, I I shouldn't bring up toilet paper. Let's not not toilet paper. Let's talk about cat food. So you go to Publix and you need some cat food and you go to that aisle and all of a sudden it's bare. Uh, well, I caught I ended up with covid in um, January, unfortunately, and I went down to CBS and I turned the corner to the, the cold medicine and it, the, the entire shelves were just bare. They didn't have any of the name brand stuff. They only had the store brand stuff. Thank God. But, it, you know, when your doctor tells you to take one thing and it's called something else, then you're on you're out there forever trying to read every box. And there's there wasn't a lot of boxes to read. It's just insane. The logistics nightmare that we're, you know, the inflation with the fuel cost. The truck drivers don't want to drive. Whatever it may be, we, I mean, we're all hurting. Everybody's hurting. It's not just you guys. We're in, we're all in this together. Don't worry. Florida door fills it too.
1: <laughs> well, and I would think that, um, and thanks for you know, giving us a real insight into the real world front lines of, of small business. I mean, that's, your issues are somewhat unique to garage door industry, but I know many of our listeners and other types of small business are dealing with exactly the same kinds of things, especially the inability to get their product and the wait times that their customers have uh, for getting their products installed that they've they've already bought.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're accustomed to certain builders that we've worked with for the past 21 years are accustomed to a certain schedule and a certain level of service from us. Well, it appears that they're not receiving that level of service right now because they used to, you know, could call me and in two weeks we'd be there to install their door and then they can get their inspection and then they get their CO and then their homeowner moves in and then they get paid. So they're happy with us. Well, now you have to call me months in advance. Hopefully you have the structure built so that we have something to measure. We can order it correctly. That's another problem because of the lead times. I mean, we're just... It's it's a struggle right now. So it's in everyone, all industries. Of course, mine is going to be very different, but it's can it's all industries. It's logistics. It's I mean, everybody, all of your parts and pieces come on some form of a truck or a boat that uses fuel. No one. I mean, maybe a plane, but still there's fuel involved everyone's in this situation, literally all of us, we are all in this together, so we just gotta keep that in mind, when someone calls me frantic, and they're freaking out because they can't find this part, and they've called all these places, we try our best to help you, but being mean to us and screaming at us (laughs) on the phone doesn't really want us to, you know, help get us to help you. It's not inspirational. Yeah. So you just, I mean, literally just understand we are all in this together. We really are all trying just like you are when you, you know, at your business. I know we, everyone, I mean, when you go into your supply room, even if you're working for a big corporation and all of a sudden there's no, legal pad or you're out of pens just silly things like that you know or coffee in the break room oh my goodness when the coffee was out in our break room it was we order it online of course and then have it delivered and then if the delivery driver doesn't show up and it doesn't get delivered all of a sudden no one has their coffee Oh, my goodness. You're looking, at
1: revol- you're looking at revolt and rebellion.
2: I mean, like I said, we're all overworked. We're all extremely <laughs> tired. No one's taken a break since 2020. We're, we, we, we couldn't. We weren't allowed. So now they're like, I don't even get a cup of coffee? <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes so it's 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 challenging to say the least um but we're we're making it work. we're doing what we can um to keep everyone happy um sometimes you know it's it's just a longer lead time and higher prices than it used to be, so definitely call early um and to be sitting down when you open the estimate because it's <laughs> it's not us, I promise you <laughs> it's not going in my pocket
1: and, I, and as you were talking, I was just thinking though i th- I got think that four to door solutions specifically is more equipped to deal with these very difficult situations because you are a family business for one thing. I mean, you are dedicated literally to, to your customers on a personal basis. And then secondly, the experience you know, as, as you said, you've been um, in the garage door business personally, since you were 20 years old, your dad lo- longer than that. And your mom, you know, longer than that. And um, so, so I know that that's got to be a little bit of an advantage in trying to juggle all these 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 difficult issues and on top of all that I mean your experience is so wide and diverse as you've shared with us you're the only woman I know who can actually install a garage door.
2: yeah don't hold me to it it's been a long time we actually have guys to do that now but when we started i i was the helper for sure but yeah it does it like we have a couple new girl or new um, employees with us in the office and it does it is nice that they can come to me and go i'm really looking for this part i I need this to make this this job happen and i can think oh we used to use this other supplier let's try them or things like that that i just know because of my longevity in the industry or. And my dad, having my dad um his the intellectual knowledge of the industry is huge. If we could get it on paper, I'm telling you we could sell a book for sure like he he knows way more than anyone I've ever met, and it's pretty impressive when he you ask him a question and he's like, "Oh, I haven't done that since uh, and he kind of looks at me and he's like, "Well, you were a baby." Like, you okay, know that was a long time ago, Dad." <laughs> but um he i mean he remembers it it's pretty awesome and it is nice to have that longevity and then the, the relationships in the industry i can call my manufacturer my manufacturer up and say hey this is what i need and this is how i need to make it happen and then they they end up working with you because you do know what you're talking about because you do know how to ask you you'll hey can you push back this order and this order but move this order up kind of thing whatever it may be we can kind of work right we, your we experience try to gives you
1: an insight into the, into the big picture yeah how everything's connected and, and a lot of businesses don't have it you know employees yeah. out there like that or even managers
2: yeah i mean it's and we're not we, our hands aren't tied we're not big business so we, we don't we're not some big corporation that you know some ceo made a point that you can only buy this x y and z this way we don't have that because we are family owned so it, if i decide i want to you know create an account with a new customer or a new a vendor and buy that part from them now i can do that so it is nice to be hands-on and be involved in the daily aspects
1: well, great! It's been great to have you come over and, and share. Give us some insight, you know. And and it's 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 obviously it's it's difficult. It's tough times, but I think our our, our listeners know that. I mean, and all of us are, are and all of our listeners are dealing with that in their own. They may not be in the garage door industry or even in the construction industry, but, but whatever industry they're in, they've got their own version of the things that you shared as well.
2: Yep, we're all in this together.
1: <laughs> and, and I think that gives a you know a lot of insight too uh, for consumers too as as to why things aren't. Going as, as smoothly as, as, as they might expect.
2: Yeah, it's 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 scary. We're we're hoping for a better outcome towards the end of this year, right? Aren't we? Absolutely, all? we're all Absolutely. This together, just so. <laughs> just go
1: go forward one one day and one step at a time, and yep. and, and you do everybody. You, your dad, your mom, do that at, at Florida Door Solutions, and you do it with a smile on your face and with an upbeat upbeat positive attitude, and that's that's inspirational to me, and I know many other people as well.
2: We're trying. <laughs> but if you do want to come, check out a new garage door. I highly recommend you come soon before another price increase.
1: You can find them at FLADoor.com, FLADoor.com, 777 Park Avenue, South Park Avenue in Apopka.
2: Yes, right on the corner of 8th Street.
1: Well, Nikki, great to see you today. We'll be talking a little bit later in the show when we catch up with uh, Vito Fira. Friends, please stay with us. We'll be right back with Grant Malloy, Clerk of Court for Simmo County on the Roger Flank and Williams Show.
0: Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams show. And now here's Roger. And this is my time.
1: Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams show. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams show. It's great to be with you today and with our great guest joining us right now. We've got another great guest we're going to go to in just a moment, clerk of court Grant Malloy of Seminole County. Before we go back to Grant though, I want to let you know, of course, that the Roger Franklin Williams Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Christner's, of course, is where you'll find prime cuts of beef and cold water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old-school elegance and sophistication. And they're conveniently located just two blocks west of I-4 on Lee Road in Orlando. Now, let's go to Grant Moy, Clerk of Court for Seminole County. Hello, Grant. uh, Thank you for joining us today. Appreciate it. And can you talk about you know we we're living in turbulent times as we talk about pretty much every week now on the show and that has all kind of a all kinds of manifestations um, uh, manifestations that affect our constitutional rights uh, that have the potential to affect our constitutional rights Um, now obviously economic hardships uh, with inflation and gas prices and so forth does any of this affect you know life at the clerk of court's office?
3: It, that's a great question, Roger, and it sure does. And I've been echoing the In fact, I'm just coming back from a clerk conference where we discussed like future planning and how do we serve citizens and budgets. And the, the interesting thing about our budgets is they, they only are funded by like user on it. And those have been about the same for about the last 15 years. And inflation at Double-digit rates. I I don't believe it's seven point nine. I think it's higher. And what the federal government has done with monetary policy and and all the other
4: issues with war and
3: things like that—it's—it's going to make it much more difficult to deliver services because our budgets are smaller today than they were fifteen years ago, and with inflation, they're in real dollars. You know, they're shrinking every year. So it's a real challenge, especially when you see wages going up. Uh, it's tough to hire employees at, at lower wages. It's just a real challenge for our office to, um, you know, keep delivering. Because, you know, like government, when you're funded by a sales tax, it kind of keeps up with whatever the costs are. But this inflation is not good uh, for the the people either that we serve, because a lot of folks uh, are. You know, if you have to pay a traffic ticket and you just put a hundred dollars in your gas tank, you're you you do not have the money for the ticket. You know, you, you, there are other higher priorities to take care of. So it's tough on the on, um, especially low income people who are trying to keep up with their court fines. I I have a lot of concerns with with how this inflation is going to affect and hurt people, not just make their office more difficult, but it's it's definitely. A challenge, uh, and, and it's not a good thing to have have an economic uncertainty like we have.
1: And that leads to the next question, and that is, um, you know, it's it's related because I know back during the COVID lockdowns, that had a severe impact on your budget at the clerk of court's office and on other uh, governmental agencies and offices' budgets as well. You seem to have reco- you seem to recover from that fairly well. But can you revisit that and, and talk about, you know, the the stress that that put on your office and others and uh, how, how you did uh, uh, eventually recover from it?
3: Well, it, it COVID had its good things because uh, the judges and uh, my staff were a lot more receptive to technology improvements and paperless workflows and uh, having efficiencies uh, within uh, all the different processes. So, we were able to move fast forward on a lot of these things and things to help people like make more services available online. You could fill out, uh, you, you can submit uh, information to us online about your traffic ticket. If you need to show proof of insurance, you can send it to us online. You can fill out payment plans online. You can even get a marriage license online. So that was really good. Uh, modernizing it uh, on the backside, we we had uh, a reduction of forty percent in the last quarter of the COVID. And, it again, it goes back. There's a smaller budget. It's tougher to deliver the services. And it's just a challenge um, uh, all around to, to have to deal with, uh, for instance, in 2006, there were 230 employees at the clerk's office. And today there's 182. I think efficient government's good. I'm all for that. And we're still, we're still handling things. But it just makes it a challenge. You have to be creative and um, automate as much as possible. That's really what's been, been saving clerks statewide, is the ability to um, make systems paperless and workflow systems better. We just launched a new e-subpoena system with lo- local law enforcement where we're not printing out triplicate paper anymore and you know, manually delivering these things. It's uh, done electronically, and, and just that saved in the first couple months over 4,000 sheets of paper our e-certify system that the state attorney uses and the county uses uh, where we can send documents, certify documents electronically versus printing them, that saves uh, about 15,000 sheets of paper. You know, it, it reduces the workload. That's how what we have to do. We should be doing that anyhow. But definitely COVID and all these other stresses uh, make it imperative that we stay up to date with the latest technology.
1: Friends, we're glad you're joining us today on the Roger Frank and Williams show. We're speaking with Clerk of Court, Grant Malloy of Seminole County, of course a regular long time longtime contributor to our program. And now, Grant, can you talk about some things that are that you're doing at the clerk's office uh you know that might be new or, or just some things that um you know are, are serving the citizens, uh, you know that that uh, citizens have a lot of lot of need for and, and, and you have a lot of traffic from citizens with.
3: Right, and I want to thank you. I know you, you uh, plugged our low-cost legal help clinic. We had our first week doing that, and it was a great success. We actually had somebody drive from Tampa to, to uh, use it. It is virtual. You, you can do it uh, virtual from your house. We'll set up the appointment. Uh, we had some another person say uh, it was the best $45 that they ever spent. And so what this is is if you have a, a civil case, that involves family law, eviction, small claims, uh, or uh, I forget the fourth one, there's uh, a, a probate. If you have a civil case and you need just some basic questions about uh, legal questions answered, you can sign up through our office at generalclerk.org or call six six four seven six six five four three zero zero, and you can set up an appointment for $15 for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm to talk to a member of the Orange County Bar Association. So this is a, a you know a trained attorney to help you walk through that. We're going to be doing that every Wednesday, and then we'll try to expand it from there. The so low-cost legal help. We have the Self-Help Center at the Civil Courthouse in Stanford. We're putting more forms online, more forms available uh, to help you access the court system. Um, and then a- another thing we're doing is up on uh, April 9th, Uh, we're going to have our first ever Saturday passport uh, application fair. So a lot of people can't apply for a passport during the week. They're working. The hours aren't convenient. But on April 9th at our records center on Lake Mary Boulevard, we're going to be open 8 to noon and we'll uh, accept passport applications. So it's a great time on a Saturday. If you have kids that were in school, you need to you know, bring them down on a Saturday, and we're, we're planning on doing it on another Saturday as well. So we're trying to look at ways, you know, we can deli- help people out, uh, access the system, and get things taken care of. Seminoleclerk.org, we're always updating with, with information as well. Don't forget your online, Roger, if you want to get married and you get, want to get the marriage license online, we, you're, I'm your guy, okay? So uh, we have that going on. Uh, we're doing weddings at four locations. Uh, we had 44 weddings on that Tuesday, uh, that 22-day 22, 22 uh, at 2. Uh, so we had lots of weddings. So There's a lot of lot of things going on in our office.
1: That's great. And it's, for those that are looking to get married, you can, as, as you just heard, you can get those uh, certificates and the things you need legally from Grant Malloy at the clerk of court's office in Simile County, and you can get your uh, wedding rings and wedding sets at Thompson Jewelers so it all works there out pretty go. well
3: and you can get as long as you're married and getting married in Florida you can go to Similclerk.org and get your uh, marriage license you don't have to live in Seminole. so for your listeners in Orange or Lake or Volusia or Brevard you can still get your marriage license at the Seminole clerk's office that's how easy it is
1: that's great, well, great. thank you for, for great information always appreciate your updates and uh, the great work you do at the clerk's office Serving the citizens. Thank you, Roger.
3: I appreciate it, and uh, thank you for covering local news and, and all you do.
1: Thank you very much. We have an exciting year locally. A lot of a uh, lot of campaigns, a lot of elections, and it looks like there's going to be uh, you have quite a bit of activity uh, in the, the just judicial races as well. Is that correct, Grant?
3: Uh, there's a couple coming up. Yes, sir. So those are uh, always very important. You want to have good people, and, and uh, the, the halls of justice who are paying attention to details and following the Constitution. Uh, so that's uh, definitely, uh, there's a couple races coming up in Seminole. So a lot of people haven't filed yet. we got, I think, three school board and two county commission races as well. So it's a lot of stuff. And then I'd heard in Orange County they might be putting a tax increase on the ballot. So you might want to keep your eyes open for that, uh, for a sales tax increase. I'm always against uh, raising tax rates. Uh, so that's uh, something to keep on the radar.
1: Thanks for those great heads up. Um, yeah. And appreciate you joining us. We look forward to catching up with you soon.
3: Okay, Roger. You have a great
1: day. It's always great to speak with Grant Malloy on our program. And, friends. in a moment, we're going to speak to another regular contributor, Vito Fera of Network Sounded Video. Before we're joined by Vito, though, I want to, of course, let you know, That if you or anybody you know uh, need to find a place that will care for your car, truck, SUV, any other vehicle you might own, I want you to know about my friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair, Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos. No job is too big or too small for the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. You can trust the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. That's where I take my car. I've been taking it there for 20 years. They're located 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, A Popkin. Please tell him Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Well, friends, please stay with us with another great guest coming up on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Vito Fera of Network Sound and Video.
0: Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams.
1: Welcome back, to the Roger Frank, and Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you with the, all the great guests we have today. I'm pleased to be joined still in the studio by Nikki Cook of Florida Door Solutions. In a moment, we'll be joined by Vito Vito Fera of Network Sound and Video. Before we go back to Nikki and to Vito, I want to of course let you know and remind you that as we get into warmer weather and we're doing that pretty rapidly. The guys up at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair have everything you'll need to prepare for spring and summer lawn and garden season. They carry the best lawnmowers and the best outdoor power equipment products in the business. You can find out more at ApopkaMower.com. That's ApopkaMower.com. Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. Now let's go... To Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video. Vito, great to speak with you today. Thanks, uh, great to catch up with you again.
4: Hey, Roger and Nikki, great to be in here with you guys today.
1: Now, you, as as always, there are always you know, it's, you know, um, there's a lot of businesses have their seasons, their peak season and their slow season. At Network Sound and Video, uh, every every month has some kind of a peak season aspect to it
4: never stops here, Raj. We were blessed to be inundated, and we were thinking about putting a second floor on these buildings here, you know what I mean?
1: Well, well, I'm glad our our listeners are getting over there to support you, and I wanted to... um, But uh, seriously, you know, um, February was just Valentine's Day. And now we're into March as we head into spring, and that with all kinds of implications, spring cleaning and so forth, cleaning out closets, finding those old uh, precious memories that are stuck in a box somewhere. Uh, but then also Mother's Day and Father's Day are not too far away either.
4: That's exactly right, and will find all kinds of things in there. It doesn't have to be a, 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 a mom tape or a dad tape. It's just family tapes and things that people bring in on video. And we do all the different formats, as you know, Roger, from Way back to Betacam, Betacam, SB, Betamax, back in the early, early, uh, late 60s, early, early 70s. And then it moved into the larger files like the big VHS tapes and then i8s and the mini-DVs all the way up. So we've got that. And, of course, we've covered film. People brought in film. We've got stuff that we just did last week from the early 1940s. And we recognize a lot of the cars because some of the things don't have any titles or any dates on them. So we'll recognize the cars that are actually driving down the street or parked and, and come up with a, a pretty good idea what what the uh, time frame was on some of that old film. So, yeah, we got that. And you've got uh, Mother and Father's Days coming up. It's a good idea to get it in because it's taking a little longer to do them because we have you know, been slammed because your listeners are amazing. And they, and they follow directions. They, they call. They come right in. They set their GPS. So, you know, it's really it's great. So. When they listen and they and they and they uh, come right on in after hearing the show, it's just uh, it's a real blessing right there. So yeah, we're we're slammed, and it's a good thing.
1: And if any of them you have access to their GPS right now, or even on their phone, uh, the address is twenty five hundred Ronald Reagan Boulevard, Longwood.
4: That's right. That's where we are. Twenty five twenty North Ronald Reagan, just two miles north of four thirty four, and a mile and a quarter south of seventeen ninety two. They can look it up and. Nobody gets lost because the other side of the street is that big tree park over there, and it's nothing but trees, so they'll know they're in the right area. But, yeah, you touched on a couple different things, and actually I just heard the other day it was a surprise. So it's already hurricane season that started. So whoa, I can't believe it. So uh, people are gathering stuff up and getting it out of there because if they had to actually uh, evacuate because of a, a rainstorm or thunderstorm or anything like that or just going on a vacation, you know they couldn't carry all those boxes and boxes of heavy tapes that we unload out of people's cars and trunks, but they could grab their whole stack of DVDs or flash drives, put them in pockets, and you know be able to uh, to get out quickly so that they they've uh, gotten all those fa- fantastic uh, archives from family history, uh, safe and secure. They're easier to store and, like I said, they're easy to move, travel with, and everything. So all the new digital formats are fantastic and they and they look great too.
1: Nikki, do you have a question or comment for Vito?
2: No, I just think what a cool concept. You can save them a lifetime of memories literally forever. <laughs> and, yeah, and something right.
1: you can literally st- stick in your pocket when they're on yeah. a flash drive.
2: That's awesome.
4: The ladies, I say, they put them in their little purse, and they have it in that little zipper thing, and they can, they can go over to mom's and bring that with her. Plus, if they travel light and things. You know, like, it's so expensive when you travel. You've got to pay for each suitcase. So they're trying to travel lighter and lighter. So if you could take all these memories that you have for 30, 40, 50 years or even more, and put them on a flash drive the size of your thumb. You know, sometimes people call them the thumb drive. Mm. That's, that's what is astonishing. They, they can't believe it, but they've got all this condensed down to a tiny little flash drive. And that's audio, too. We do records, reels, cassettes. If they've got memory cassettes, if they've got answering machine tapes, you know, with the kids calling grandmom and they were two years old, we bring that stuff back to life, too. So it's, it's a lot of fun doing that. Wow. And, uh, and not to mention... Photo restoration, people say, well, what do I do with it? I've got hundreds and hundreds stacks of photographs, and they had the only ones because they were too expensive to make copies, you know, so then we, we scan them and put all that in JPEG files so they can put them on all social media formats, and again, they'll go on a little flash drive for themselves or DVD, and they save all their photos so they can travel and send them all over the place and uh, in, in a, a very economical uh, fashion. And then you put the books away or, you know, put them somewhere where they, you know, shove them under a bed. But it's a lot easier because you can show them on TVs. If they've got a smart TV, you can put them on a laptop or computer.
1: You know, Vito, I was just thinking as you were talking, you know, I think almost all of us have pictures, you know, spread all over the house, in boxes, in closets. And, you know, if we could just even, you know, Put those together, get those a little bit organized on under in one box, if you will, or one or two boxes, and get them over to you and Rhonda. Just just what you could do there, um, you know that that would that would serve as as a family history for, for a lot of people.
4: Well, it sure would. I mean, people do the scrapbooking and things like that too. And We've actually taken some of those scrapbook pages and scanned them and made them into PDF files so they can put them on a computer and share those also. we're talking about uh, everything from uh, uh, things that people have written from high school, from college, uh, diaries, even recipes. We've had, you know, grandmom's old recipes that we scan in and put in, and then they can share them, you know sometimes they wrote them on the palm of their hand which my mom used to do once I was like so how how many uh, how much do you put into to the to the gravy mom for the meatballs I don't know I just throw some in but that's hard to, that's hard to duplicate so you have to get that on video but uh, yeah I just wanted to mention one other thing that people have been asking me too if they've already converted some of their old videotapes for instance over to DVd they say well I already have it on DVD now what well we can take those and convert those into flash drives so if they've already done the conversion, but now they want to go to the next step and go to the tiny flash drive digital, we can do that for them as well.
1: No, no that, that's great. You always have a, a new innovation. So the, the one thing I just question is I hear you talk about this, you know, with, with your tremendous wealth of knowledge with all this various technology, which is being updated, you know, on a constant basis. How, how do you stay on top of it? And how did you uh, learn so much about it in the first place?
4: You know, we've been doing this for a real, real long time. We're over 42 years now in business doing this. And 20 years before that, we were uh, in production studios and rock and roll bands. So we had tape recorders and all kinds of tech, you know, technology floating all over the place in our basements up in Philadelphia where I was born and raised. So you just kind of, I just kind of grew into it. And it became like a necessity. People would say, well, can you make me a cassette? So we had cassette duplication and photographs, took pictures, and put all that together. And it moved into CDs and DVDs. And, and now it's become, it's just a lifelong business for us. So we've just, there were no books or anything like that. There were no schools like they have like Full Sail down there now to teach you some of the, the newer ways to record. But uh, back in the day, there wasn't any anything like this at all. You kind of learned it on your own and you learned how to fix and repair because we've, you know, we've had things in here over 100 years old that we bring back to life and put into something that's right out here right now in 2022. So that's quite a challenge to keep the machines up and running but because they run and they're serviced every single day, they do a real good job of transferring all those old things like analog into digital, and it works real well. There's one other thing I wanted to mention to you, Roger, if you got a second Yeah, yeah there, please,
1: definitely.
4: People travel from all over the place. They do not want to drop off their stuff or put it in a box and send it somewhere so they don't know anybody about You know, Some of these young kids that are advertising, you know, we, all, we are right here. We do everything in-house. We transfer everything. We do repairs in-house. And I had one guy that just came in last week, and he came in from Michigan. And he said, I wasn't going to put this stuff in a box and mail. So he came all the way down from Michigan, dropped it off. He's staying on vacation this week. And when he comes back, he's going to pick up his originals. That was one person. And another lady is coming from uh, Wisconsin next week. she's She's flying down, and she's bringing her dad's audio reel, and she wants us to put that Onto a CD for her, so that she can hear this thing and share it. She said, "I am not putting this old, this look, this reel that she's had from the 1960s or 70s in a box and just mailing it somewhere. She's actually flying it down here, and she's going to stay overnight in the area so we can have some for her the next day."
1: That's a great point, and I agree with them wholeheartedly. I, you know, I just um, I feel so much more uh, at peace when I bring the things I bring over to you and able to you know, look you and Ron in the eye and hand them to you, know when I'll be able to come in back and pick them up, than just uh, boxing them up and mail them off to who knows where and who knows gonna, uh, who's going to be working on them and so forth.
4: Exactly. And it's not always the production that they do out there, but sometimes it's just a loss. It can get lost, you know, by mail or even UPS or, you know, tragic incidents. That, you know, you see fires and things like that. What we saw with, with Amazon, with the buildings getting torn up and stuff. So you don't want something like that to happen if you could, you know, bring it in here if you're local. People drive from Melbourne, Jacksonville, Tampa, all over just to come in. They said, oh, "I was worth the ride." He got a guy picked up yesterday his stuff from Georgia. He drove all the way down to Georgia. He said, "Nope, I'm picking it up." So he came in and picked it up and, and he said even in the rain. <laughs> but he said it's definitely worth it. So it's it's amazing where people will come from because they don't want to just put something in a box and mail it out.
1: Well, no you're a real resource for all of Central Florida and even beyond, and it's great to have you supporting the work we do here at the radio stations and our commitment to patriotism and our free enterprise system, and you're a huge part of that, that network sound well, and video.
4: Thank Appreciate it. You know, like I always tell everybody, it's God's business. We just run it for Him. we've been blessed to be able to do this for everybody all the, after all these years.
1: Well, it was great to catch up with you today, and thank you, Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video. Of course, as I said before, you can find them at 2500 North Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood. And they'd let, drop, by, you know, drop by and see them. Drop by and say hello. They'd love to see you. Or you can find them at Network Or just give them a call at 407-834-8555. Well, friends, that's going to do it for our, the Roger Franklin Williams show today. Thank you for joining us. Have a great weekend.